Greetings and welcome to the new Jadu COVID-19 community podcast. This is episode one in what we hope will be an ongoing series. We plan to bring you insights, stories and experiences, both good and bad, from those at the forefront of digital services in local government and higher education during what are some very unusual and difficult times. Today's episode features Catherine Isles, who is head of digital at Medway Council. Catherine and her team produced a clean, crisp, easy to navigate coronavirus page that brings everything together in one place. You can head over to medway.gov.uk slash coronavirus to take a look for yourself at what is a really great resource, which is very well designed. The clip we're going to play you runs a little over 10 minutes and is taken from an open conversation between councils that Jadu hosted last week. We pick up from where Catherine was asked about how Medway managed to design and deliver services for users, some of which were in desperate need, so quickly. When everything started to kick off, we created, as we tend to, a kind of central place for everything. Um, so medway.gov slash coronavirus, accessible as the announcement or the banner on every page. Um, <clears throat> that section has grown and grown, as you would expect. The most popular parts are the council service updates. So as services open and close, we obviously jumped straight on. Um, that page is, we've iterated it. So now it's got a summary of the most recent changes at the top. Um, you can easily see if services are open and closed without going into what we call the accordion. Um, and we've reordered them, we've restructured them um, as more and more services have obviously had um, changes made to them. The other popular page is um, the business page, which was initially just a, just a page of information, but again, that's grown. Um, we've made a business support grants form, which is on the library as well, like most people, I'm sure. Um, following the government announcement, we quickly spun up, I think in sort of a day or two, that business grant support form. Um, and it's really well used. So I think about two thirds of our businesses locally have, have accessed that and we've given away a good few million pounds already so far on that. So that seems to work well for us. Um, we also last week after a little bit of wrangling made live some um, pages around um, vulnerable people and how they can access food, medicine, services, um, initially through other sectors, um, but if they need us, there's ways into the council as well. Um, as part of that, we've made a donations form, um, and thank you, Canterbury, if you're listening. Um, they shared some code as well with us around a page that tells you X person has donated and they've given us this much. So thank you, Canterbury, for sharing your code with that. Um, we're also in the process of building um, a payments form um, of which we've got several, but um, one around shopping. So we've got a bunch of vulnerable people um, that we know of and we've got their names and we're in direct contact with them. But there are other people that are perhaps less vulnerable but are isolating. Um, our leisure centres, like everybody else's, are closed. So we've um, redeployed our staff into that um, shopping delivery service, basically. Um, while we're not advertising it, um, it's not live yet, but we won't be advertising it, but we are going to... Um, manage that through our call centre and through our public health team, but it allows them to coordinate payments into the council, have an audit trail of who's paid and who's paid what, what change we go to back. Um, and it's just a bit more robust than the usual spreadsheets uh, and what have you. So we're working on that at the moment because we don't want to do spreadsheets. Um, in terms of the, the section that you're talking about, Saraj, it's really well used. So we did a little report on the 5th of April, for, since the 15th of March to the 5th of April. Um, 
as a whole on the website, our website unique page views increased by nearly 50%. So uh, the bit around recovery that I'm really interested in is how do we maintain that channel shift to use a word that's um, you know, slightly out of, out of um, fashion now, but how do we maintain that and keep people there as we start um, having more people back into our contact centres as we reopen our community hubs and libraries? Um, I'm really interested to find out how others are maintaining that shift to online um, because it's working for us at the moment. Um, the coronavirus page in that time had 85,000 page views. The service updates page had 51,000. So we know it's really um, it's really well used, that section um, in particular. For us, we've also been then putting messages on all of the other service pages as well, not just on that coronavirus landing page. Um, so obviously if someone Googles it and goes straight into the, I don't know, local tip page, they can get, the, get similar information, but it all signposts back. Waste is definitely our most popular topic. So checking my bin collection day, the main waste recycling homepage, all of our tips, they're the key bits that people have been accessing. We haven't changed any of our refuse collections, but still people are worried that it might change and um, are particularly interested in that waste side of things. Um, the other things around libraries, obviously council tax and business rates as well. So yeah, we've had really good feedback, people really positive that it's been kept up to date. Great job, guys. Um, and just really pleased with the, the online services that we've been able to build, especially the, the business support grants, as I say, lots of thousands of businesses so far using that one. So that's really positive. Um, just in terms of recovery, as I say, I think the thing for me is how do we maintain that culture of um, keeping people using the website? Um, I think that's something internally we need to think about. Um, we need to make more of our integration. So we, we are, we've had Jardu for a couple of years now and we've been focusing on obviously building up the website, building up online services. We're starting to have a think about integrations um, and we've prototyped a couple, prototyped a couple of them, um, Confirm and Bartek. But I think with waste being so popular, we knew it was, but increasingly, I think we're going to ramp up from our side how we do those integrations with systems like Confirm and Bartek in particular. Um, I think we might be involved in testing so I think that's just around the corner from us and I know they're, they're thinking of um, sites and how we manage that so that will be one that I'll be keeping an eye on as well and if we have anything obviously put it on the library um, there's conversations around business and vulnerable people so obviously businesses at the moment getting support grants I think they've said depending on what the dip in the economy is so those businesses will change or may not come back so as a council kind of what support and, and guidance do we need to offer them there's conversations about that happening at the moment i can see that we might need to be involved in in, in what that looks like and vulnerable people as well obviously people are in need at the moment but again depending on if they haven't got access to services still if they haven't got access to other services that we don't run um if they haven't got a job they're going to be more and more vulnerable people so i think again we're going to have to support support them. So again, there's conversations going on around those two areas. Um, and from a really operational point of view, and I can hear my content guys shouting at me, um, we've had to, on the website, obviously change what's up there. Um, and it means often taking information away, but also um, commenting it out, so hiding it away. I think one of the challenges we've got is is how do we get that information back as good as it was before? How do we make those online services available in quite the same way that they were before um, so that we know that the user journeys are still good? Um, and I think we're going to have an interim period, it feels like, where some of the services will be open. They're still good. We're still going to need to be obviously support people. So 
we've got a challenge amongst ourselves and I think we've kind of managed it in quite a, a manual way for want of doing anything else as we've been hiding information away on the website or taking it off completely we've got a job I think to get it all back on um, and I'm thinking about in particular Socketeam used to do their top tasks and they had a kind of criteria of of things that they would look through to make sure that those top tasks are really usable accessible um, so I think we might have to do something like that internally um, with our top tasks to make sure that inadvertently we haven't left out content, missed anything. Um, so I'm going to talk to the guys um, next week about almost how do we kind of have that crib sheet of triple checking top tasks and almost rerunning our kind of user journeys on the top tasks to make sure when we're back that they are still spot on. Um, I'm not sure there's anything from, from the technology side that we can help with there. Um, but that's something I think we're going to have to work out as a team. So that's kind of where we are and what we're thinking about coming up. Um, out of the business and vulnerable people's meetings, I will share details because as I say, I'm sure there's going to be loads of stuff for us to do on that. Thanks to Catherine, both for attending the open conversation and for giving us the okay to share her input on this podcast. If you work in digital services for local government or in higher education, we'd love to hear your experiences. It only takes a 10 minute chat over Skype and could be really useful to others that are facing similar challenges. Equally, if you're facing a challenge another organization has already overcome, it could be a way of getting some help. So please do get in touch. My email is austin, which is A-U-S-T-I-N, at jardu.co.uk. If you haven't already, check out the COVID-19 community toolbox by heading to jardu.net slash library slash toolbox it's a place where assets and resources are shared which are related to dealing with the coronavirus crisis it's also a place where we're trying to facilitate information sharing through such things as this podcast through webcasts videos and more so please do take a look and get involved where you can right that's all for now please join me for the next episode or even better uh, please volunteer to be my guest it really would be appreciated all the best thanks